This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, electrical contractors, I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out Contractor Better today. Visit go.abb slash contractor better. Thanks for listening to the Reds Report. This podcast is sponsored by Webmart. If you want to get more out of your marketing, drive out costs, and find out which channels are best for you and your company, then visit our website, webmartuk.com, or just search Webmart Barnsley. Innovate. Create. Communicate. This is for the fans. The Vibe. The Reds Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. It's the 17th of December 2020 and you're listening to The Reds Report with Stephen Carlo. With just over a week to go to Christmas, the Reds find themselves in 10th position following two good wins against the massive Sheffield Wednesday and Championship pedigrees Preston. 2020's been a bit of an awful year in many ways. We've lost lost ones, people have lost jobs, and as we currently stand, pubs, clubs and restaurants still have to have their door closed until this pandemic is under control. We've not been able to meet up and watch our Reds on a Saturday afternoon or a Tuesday night, and that in itself had an impact on the club, not only financially, but also on the fans, unable to feel part of this amazing journey they're on, and some people struggling with their mental health. So as we start this, the last Reds report of 2020, we'll be looking back at how the previous season finished, how we're doing now, and what we need to be the best we can possibly in 2021. This is your Reds report with Steve Andrews and Carlo and Watering on this, the most wonderful time of the year. And this one's for you, Nick. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time. When friends come to call, it's the happiest season of all. There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near It's the most wonderful time of the year 
with stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. Yes, the most wonderful time. Oh, the most wonderful. This is for the fans. The five. It's three minutes past five. Nick Jeffries, uh, that one's for you. As promised, you could choose your uh, favourite Christmas song, and that was your choice. Steve Andrews, welcome in the studio again this Thursday afternoon. How are we doing? A Merry Christmas. Yeah, this time that, next it's week. It's that time again. This time next week, I'll be thinking, oh, got more sprouts, forgot the stuffing bowls, but yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't anyway, look at me like that. Don't stuffing bowls. No, don't, no, don't, no, don't start. Um, it's a wonderful time. It's a wonderful time to be a Barnsley fan, isn't it? At the moment, it is. It's a, especially after Saturday. Hmm. What a cracking! Uh, what a cracking day that was. It was. Um, I mean, we talked about Sheffield Wednesday. Um, you said it, you, and I think I don't know if you said it to me in a text or, or here in the studio, but you expected a similar game to the uh, Wickham game, yep. but maybe Wednesday with a bit more talent. It was only a tiny little yeah, bit very, more. Very, very tiny, minuscule. Not not just because it is Sheffield Wednesday and you know everything else, but. They they looked to me like a team that had no clue, no idea, no creativity. It was literally hoof and hope. Yeah. And obviously it's worked in the second minute. <laughs> it, it, it's Barnsley all over, isn't it? And it was saying with Preston, first 10, 12 minutes or so, you just think, oh, what's going off here? Are, are we going to lose this one? We're not playing very well. You know, we were all over. Uh, Sol Bauer and Walton, obviously a little bit of a mix-up. For their for, for their opening goal and and you just you know anybody who said they didn't have that little niggly feeling in the back of their head that that was it, um, but no what a what a fighting comeback yeah and it probably no better time to play Wednesday isn't it not only bottom of the table they can't buy a win come on you'll have a pun for this one no no <laughs> I'm not saying no no I wouldn't, I wouldn't dream of such a thing um, but they were they were let's be honest they were they weren't very good at all were they and, and obviously uh, being announced today that we're remaining in tier three hopefully you know maybe later on in January depending on the Christmas period goes if we go in tier two and you have to play teams like Sheffield Wednesday you'd rather play them at home with 2,000 of your own fans than, than going to Hillsborough with you know, two thousand. You just said teams like Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> Shouldn't it be teams like Barton? No, well, you see, it's changing now. Well, isn't it? We're it, well, going it, up it, in the world. It will be. It will be. But um, yeah, um, it came from behind. Which you know, I know we did against Birmingham, but so early on that that can knock your confidence when you're playing two, three games sometimes in a week. But it, it took a while. But once we got hold of the game, we were able to impose our play onto them. I think it just shows, I suppose, the mentality. That uh, the Ishmael's sort of bring brought to the team. Um, last, you know, we, we we come back from behind against Wednesday. We did it against Preston as well. Um, prior to them, last three or four games, you know, we've not done it since. Little bit of a tidbit there for you. Oh, give uh, me a tidbit. Uh, tidbit. We like a tidbit. <laughs> uh, Leeds in 2017. Yeah. What last time? And then before that, Cardiff in 2016. I remember it well. And if you want me to go back even further. Wolves in 2013. So, it, it, so that was three in the like last seven years, but we've done it three times in the last four or five games. Um, so it, it just shows that it must be having a positive effect. And can I just thank Mark for his uh, for his knowledge at that? But other obviously other friends are available <laughs> if uh, if need be. <laughs> um, but we will talk about it as well a little bit later on when we look at the squad and. Looking ahead, I suppose, at January 2021 and what, what we feel as fans, you know, it, like, should I stay or should I go kind of thing, North Nightless, whatever you want to call it, but who we feel maybe needs to go out alone and get some regular first-team football, who um, is, is no longer needed and, and who we need to get, because obviously things are, at the moment, going uh, going very, very well. Um, the, the freezer goal... Uh, I'm not saying they get it a lot, but there was a bit of stick on, on social media for both Chaplin and, and Freezer because um, they've not been sort of regularly contributing with, with, with the goals, especially from the position that they start on top of the pitch, you know, either side. Um, 
there's not been many that have scored a winner for Barnsley at, uh, oh, at Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. I mean, the goal itself, um, Anderson, long ball from Anderson. Let's face it, normally Anderson knocks a long ball and you're catching it in front row at stand. Yeah. Uh, but it was a lovely long ball from him. Chaplin, again, at times, some of his passing is... His vision is, is is brilliant. It just doesn't do it enough. Really just doesn't do it enough. Uh, straight to freezer through keeper's legs. You know, uh, what a what a, what a crack. Everybody were up on the feet when that ball went in. Um, yeah, really, really well-worked goal. Mm. It was a proper team goal, and I suppose that is what Barnsley are about under. I know on Sky Sports and everybody, but they didn't show the goal. That is that sort of, I suppose, the style of football when he talks about the, the horizontal football, but literally a long ball to feet. I agree. I think uh, in flashes, uh, Connor Chaplin is so effective and, and, and such a visionary but in other ones he's almost like just you, you forget he's playing yeah it's just not enough and, and I think sometimes I compare him at times position wise and playing style a little bit like Hamill and I wonder if he should be maybe a little bit deep you know like more sort of on the wing in midfield to try and get um, the goals he scored and, and that pass I mean it was absolutely inch perfect it was to freeze his feet no control was needed and he was able to slot it Megs it it was a lovely finish but also I mean you've got to mention Walton because Walton did keep us in that game Yeah, uh, made a couple of a, a really good save so yet again you know, we've had some really good keepers at Barnsley, and I think Walton is slowly and surely becoming one one of those really good keepers that we, we've produced. Because you know, he, he has his flaps; uh, he doesn't let him bother him. Comes back, comes back stronger, uh, and you know, up to now this season, for me, uh, he's probably pushing for for you know player at season personally. Yeah. Um- Probably also helps him that he just keeps playing him, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, we've had, even in the last few years, a standall and our Struber at times, uh, you know, Collins, Rattlinger, well, you know, he, he is our number one goalkeeper. And I think he knows that. He learns through his mistake because it was, whether it was communication or whatever, but it was a, it's a bad time to give any goal away. But in the second minute against a team that, that couldn't buy a win, um, but the fact that he's playing week in, week out, he's very, very vocal. You know, he leads his line very well. I think the defence in front of him is very much settled, as in we know it's going to be more than likely Anderson, Halleck and Solbauer. I think that settles him as well, knowing who's, who he's got in front of him. Um, and and, and def- I think one of the more consistent players that, we, that we've got, hasn't he? I mean, he's I'm, assuming, in- I'm assuming behind closed doors, Brad Collins is pushing him mm-hmm. and pushing him for his spot. That's good, though. Uh, you need that competition. Uh, keeps him on his toes. I think at the minute, yeah, he's is definitely number one um, because of the way he's playing and the way the way you watch him. He is confident. Um, you know, he's he's got a rick in him. We know he has. Same as we always say about Anderson. Um, but it's the way they come back from it. They don't let it sort of sit on the shoulder. The come back from it, the positive. Obviously, Ishmael's not letting them wallow in it, sort of thing. Again, it's back to this positivity yeah. uh, that's that's obviously working. Um, Halme got a, a chance to show what he was about yep. the last couple of matches before then. Halleck returned um, last Tuesday against Preston, which is a match that we'll, we'll talk about. But um, on the pitch, and especially against Wednesday. I said it to you when I think it was in a text that I, I always feel when Hel- when um, Halway gets the ball, he distributes it better than what, what Halleck, Halleck does. Yeah. And, and I think defensively, probably on par. Um, what was your what was your thoughts on Halway? Did he did he do enough to deserve to, to, to you know to, to, to remain? I think if he hadn't been injured, hmm? um, I think he would have started yeah. against Preston. To be honest. Uh, and that's not taking anything away from Elliot because he came in and obviously showed what Ishmael had been saying in social media a couple of days before. He looked hungry, he looked mm-hmm. ready for it, he looked up for fight. Uh, but I think Alma would have kept his place. When Halma is back fit again, it might be interesting to see whether he drops maybe Solbauer or Anderson and tries, you know, it, it, it's per many three from four, isn't it then? Yeah, yeah. Which is a fantastic position to be in to know that we've got four four centre-halves who are all capable uh, of having a good game. But you're right what you say. Halmer's distribution is by far probably best out of all of them. Yeah. Um, and we might as well talk about, obviously, Preston as well. 
Preston for me has always been a, a pedigree championship team. They're always there or thereabouts, but you know they were going through a bit of a, a I suppose a, you know a, 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 well, a tough time is maybe a bit harsh, but they, they found themselves in or around Barnsley anyway. There wasn't much to choose between the two teams, and uh, under the lights, Oakwell on a on a Tuesday night. They came, they saw, but they didn't come they to didn't they? Out, didn't they? Yeah, was, yeah definitely. Um, I'm just looking back at what we did for preview last week, uh, and I read, if you remember, that quote from Lancashire Post about Brad Potts being back to his best, yeah. and Scott Sinclair, etc. And, and they were both on bench. Which <laughs> Brad, got, Potts, obviously Brad Potts listened. wasn't even on the bench. Was he not on bench? No, oh, I didn't realise that. wasn't involved at all. So, you know, obviously that comment from Lancashire Post meant a great deal. <laughs> a bit like my university career, funnily enough, but there you go. Um I thought they were poor. Hmm? If I was being brutally honest, people may not agree. I thought that was a worse game than the Wickham game. I thought Wickham played better than, than Preston did on on Tuesday. Uh, they looked not particularly organised. I know they went in front, but they didn't really offer much. Um, again, for us, that first 10, 15 minutes, it's as though we're just waiting to get warmed up. We don't... We, for the last few games we haven't come straight out at blocks fighting sort of thing it's taking us just a little while but once we do get going I'm not going to paper off at cracks because it still wasn't a fantastic performance by us no. by a long way no. three points is three points don't matter how you get them whether it's scrappy or not and it was scrappy and I think again the passing you look at figures at end at match 58% for us yeah. you know I'm sure once we can get on top of that, what a, you know potential for a, for what a force we could be definitely. But we, I think the passing's got to improve, and I just wish they'd come away from this. What seems to be panicking long ball? It's it's, it's that other teams forcing us or dragging us into their style of play because we know it doesn't suit us, does it? But we've always done against that. Wednesday, against Wickham, and at times, especially first half against Preston, it, it seems very much that they 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 blocked us playing or having our style of, of play that, that we prefer. And it wasn't until the second half when Ismail, I don't know what he says in, in the in the changing room, but whatever he says always works. Because, he's got a big stick, that's what he's got. Well, yeah. Um, but, but they come out, and it's almost like a different team. Revitalised, we know he uses the subs very, very wisely, and he keeps the pressure on those teams. But it's it's. I never understand what makes us change from our style of play, from the press, from that high energy, that high line, to hoof and hope, as I call it. I think it. we've always been saying. For as long as I can remember watching Barnsley, if you're playing anybody in the bottom at league, they always, always dragged us down to their level. And then we'd play somebody at top at league and we'd match them. You know, sometimes we'd win, sometimes not. It's, it's, it, I don't know if it's a Barnsley thing, whether it's a mentality thing. At least that's starting to change now with the positivity that's coming in. However... Perhaps we need to change how we do look at other teams. Do we give them too much respect? Do we do we panic? You know, is is that something that he's trying to get rid of, get out of our game? Um, because we do resort to this long ball then, and and I don't know. Is it just me that whenever a, whenever we had a ball, it seems to go back to one of other teams? But when they had a ball, it goes to one of their players. Yeah, What's yeah. Is it magnets or is it magic? <laughs> I know. It's um Barnsley's team is very much on the floor, pass and play, moving into space. And I think like you said, that, that goal, freezer goal against Wednesday, I think typifies I know they're not all like that, but it typifies what we're capable of when yep. we when we play our style of football. Um not much to be said really about the Preston match, was it? Uh, the opposition was very, very poor, but this you know, Barnsley, um they saw out and, and I've said uh, we've, well, I've said it before and it almost comes boring, but you know, Last season or a couple of seasons ago, we'd have probably drawn or maybe even lost that game. Yeah, we could have said that about a couple of last yeah. last games, couldn't we? Um, Sign of a great team, isn't it? That you could come from behind and, and do that and and change the style of play from being imposed to play a certain way to over within the ninety minutes turning it back into your favour, playing your preferred style of play and scoring two goals. What number of people I've spoken to this week um, that have said, you know, previously? We'd have lost. We'd have lost that game. We'd yeah. have lost game at Wednesday. Yeah. We'd have probably ended up losing game against Wickham. But we're not. We're not giving in. We are keeping going. Uh, but that's only a recent thing since Ishmael's come in. Um, I thought the Preston's goal on on Tuesday night, 
obviously raises the question about zonal marking yeah. because he was stood on back post, he'd made his send a cup of tea and a sandwich, uh, waiting for the ball to come over and then knocked it in. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of zonal marking. I know a lot of people aren't. Will Ishmael listen to me? He's a fool if he does, let's be honest. But do you Who know, does? It's not going to change. But, you know, they've got, no. to, they've got to be more switched. If they're going to play that style, they've got to be more switched on from that. But obviously, after goal then, it took a little while, but they started to pick up. Um, you know, Moet, what a strike. Come on, it, it, you know... I were a bit disappointed against Wednesday because I felt at times he was actually playing behind James. Yeah. Which to back, me back, that's back, not, back that, to last season, isn't that's it? That's not what we that's not what he's, he's about. That's not what we brought James in for. Yeah. But on, on Tuesday night he were back to getting front a front foot, wasn't it? He still didn't have a brilliant game, don't get me wrong. I'm not again, I'm not trying to cover up uh that he was absolutely outstanding. He wasn't. But he contributed more, and that finish were, were again were fantastic. Screamer, screamer, wasn't it? Uh, right. Well, what we'll do? Play some music. Then we'll have a quick look ahead at Swansea, uh, who uh, the Reds face on Saturday. Saturday. And then, funny enough, um, I think in about four weeks, Swansea play at Barnsley, and that game's been put back, hasn't it, on a Saturday evening now at half seven or whatever, because that's been chosen for TV coverage, for Sky coverage. We've never been on telly as much, have we? Well, when you start playing well, suddenly uh, everybody's interested. Does that mean we've got some there. money in coffers now, then? Well, we might have. That's Sky, innit? Ah, well. Not be that much. So, uh, play some music, and I'm just looking, because we had a bit of a... Not an argument. Me and Steve don't argue. We're like an old married couple. I just say, you're right, and then thinking to myself, what does he know? Um... Just have a look at the song, because I know we're playing Christmas songs, so you want all beat. So we've got um, that one, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah, I like a bit of Bruce. Yeah, a bit of Bruce. Come on, let's have a bit of Bruce. Oh, let's dedicate this one then to, to Steve, because he likes music like this. <laughs> it's all cold down along the beach. The wind's whipping down the boardwalk. Twenty plus five. Oh, Christmas time! No, it's next week. You guys all, you guys all been good and practicing real hard. Mm, have yeah. You? No, I'm not practicing. Clients, you've been, you've been rehearsing real hard. Oh, now. no, I don't rehearse. So Santa, bring your new saxophone. Right? Do I nobody listen? Bruce, do me a favor. You've got three oh, minutes left. Not many, Start not many. You guys are in trouble out here. <laughs> and you better watch out. You better not cry.
This is for the fans. The Vibe. Yeah, thanks for that, Bruce. Um, it's 23 minutes past five. This is The Vibe. You're listening to the Red Report. Steve Andrews and Carlo Van Watering are looking ahead at the next match. We're only going to preview this one, so this is the last Red Report of 2020. I think we're taking a well-deserved break, to be fair, aren't I we? I think we deserve couple it. Of, I think so as well. Um, obviously, we're previewing the Swansea match, and then we'll be back in the new year when we'll be previewing. The first one will be, I think, the FA Cup, isn't it, or something? We'll have a look later on. We'll figure it out one way or the other. <laughs> um, last time, we went to that here Swansea, uh, uh, Wales place. Uh, we got punished by Cardiff, didn't we? Yes. It was a, a bad performance. Swansea find themselves fourth in the table, 33 points, wins nine, draw six, and lost four. Um, goal difference of nine. Is this maybe... Um, well, I wouldn't want to say a step too far, but my thoughts were, is this the first time maybe Isabel will, will, will target that a draw might actually be a really good result for a young red side? Uh, yeah, I think you might look at a draw. I mean, you look at last few results um, from Swansea, drew with, drew with the likes of Brentford, lost to Norwich, beat Rotherham, drew with Wednesday, beat Forest, lost to Middlesbrough, beat Luton, uh, drew with Bournemouth, Beat Cardiff, which obviously we're happy about. Yeah. Uh, I believe they play they played Derby last night. I don't know what it last night. Yeah, they lost two 0 uh, So they lost. So you know they're they're again. They're not it, on the run. Such, no, they're not. In a, they're not strung loads of wins or out like that together. So they are definitely a bit up and down. Um, Player wise, Andre Ayo oh, yeah. uh, is always one to watch. Uh, lively uh, Jamal Low up front, who scored two against Cardiff. So you'd have thought. If I'm talking about them now, they'll either not be on bench or they'll not be playing <laughs> on Saturday, which is tidy. Um, only other ones really that I suppose stand out: Wayne Routledge uh, has been there a he's while. Been around, he's been around about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he might, he might, you know, he might be in, in his late forties. <laughs> might be the same age as you in his late fifties. Uh, oh, yeah. I owed you that one. <laughs> uh, and Kyle Norton at back. Uh, right. So you know, so they've got a bit of pedigree, pedigree on the pedigree the, again. Uh, and, and Barnsley, it, it was said again on Twitter today that you know they've got the youngest squad in the EFL um, in the form table with second or third. And I'm sure with our style of play, that those stats go hand in hand because you need a young, energetic squad to keep up what we're doing. I know we said we'll go for the draw, but there's nothing saying we can't win, is there? No, not at all. I mean, obviously the downside to Saturday, and you know, one player does not make a team. But Callum Styles will not be playing on Saturday due to his uh, five yellows. Rather rash challenge on uh, on Tuesday night. Love to see it. Uh, you love to see it. Get stuck in a little bit. Um, so yes, yeah, so, I mean that's going to be a, a, a loss to a certain extent. However, um, you know Clark Adore was a ready made replacement. The ready made left left back replacement. We know he's got skills. We know he can play. All right, last few times that he's come on, he's not done a great deal. But let's face it, he's only been on like 15, 10, 15, 20 minutes. So, yet again, for one of the young players, it's an opportunity to come in and say, here I am, this is what I can do, I want to keep this place. Yeah, and and I suppose sometimes it's a bit easier when, when confidence is flowing in that team. You know, you look at our, our results, you look at the form table, you look at where we are. I mean, we thought we were tenth, but apparently we're twelfth. Wherever we are, um, it's 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 a very different picture than last year <laughs> when we were. I think we at Christmas actually. I think we were third from bottom, um, and the thing is, well, it doesn't phase us now, does it? We talk about oh, by the way, at something third in the table. Other years would have been like, well, if we can keep it to three or four, yeah, we've done all right, kind of thing. No, it always makes a big difference coming into a winning side, coming into a side that is positive, that is. You know, fighting for for each other, fighting for every point, it gives a it gives a player it should give a player confidence. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, we have seen a couple of occasions where somebody's come in and they've not really sort of grabbed bull by horns and, no. and and shown what they can do, which is a shame. Um, but you know, I'm sure Clark Adore will play on Saturday. Um, why would you put anybody else there? That won't make sense. But you know, I know some people have said about Jordan Williams. But, you know, you've got a ready-made left-back with Clark Adore. Why would you put a right-back there? No, and I think Jordan Williams being out, the, I think the the, uh, the news I heard was, I think he started training again, but there's a big difference between match fit and, and match sharpness yeah, as well, isn't it? And, and Adore has been on the bench, he's been involved in bits and bats. Um, 
And I think it, it's good, isn't it? You, you talked about it earlier. Helic had a little break and came back really, really sharp. There's no doubt about it. That, and and I, I know we're going to go through the squad later on, but, but Callum Styles is um, absolutely on fire. And even if he's not scoring, just his, his work rate, his effectiveness... And it'll do him good to have, a, 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 you know, well, it's not even a week really, is it? Because we play again on Boxing Day. But you know what I mean? It'll be good to have, to sit this one out, regain his energy to come back then because obviously then we've got Boxing Day and we've got... I yeah. think he'll be gutted, hmm. to be quite oh, honest. Oh, yeah. You, you never want to miss out, do you? But I don't think he has to worry about losing his place. No, I wouldn't have said so. Not at all. I would have thought he'll walk straight back in unless we bang 10 past ones. But I can't really see that happening. Um no, he'll be gutted that he's, you know, he's got that book in through it's his own fault. No question about that. Um, he'll be he'll be disappointed that he's not playing on Saturday. But yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll come straight back into the squad. I would have thought. Yeah. Uh, will he come straight back in at left back? It depends whether Adore has a really good game. Yeah. And I suppose he, he, he has that option. Um, you talked about Williams earlier. We'll do a quick score prediction. And then what we'll do, because we're going to look ahead at the squad, uh, the new year, you know, should I stay, should I go, all that kind of thing. And, and I'm just thinking, should we play a piece of music so then we can have longer to talk? It's probably easier, isn't it? If you want. Yeah, yeah. So, score prediction and Barnsley travelling to Swansea. I've got to be honest, my score prediction this last few games has not been too bad. Although I were wrong with Preston because I thought it'd be a draw. Well, there's there's a, there's a page on Twitter called Barnsley NL NL for the Netherlands, and it's it, it's a it's a fan site. It's a Dutch Barnsley fans, if you know what I mean. And I normally have a bit of not even banter with them, but I'll reply to their tweet. And the last two, um, I, I said two one to both. I said two yeah. one against Wednesday and two one against Preston. So I've been spot on. Um, and I've got this feeling that we'll walk away with a draw, uh, which I think will be a really really good result. Although other people might say we'll win, but I've I've got this thing, you know. They're very, very good. If we can hold them and we can match them, nothing saying we can't win, but I'm, I'm going for 2 2. Well, I'm going to, for a change, agree with you and I'm going to go for a draw. How about that? What you got to say about that now? And it's the last show of the year and we finally agree on something. Exactly. i 
God, it's Christmas. Yes, it's Christmas. Thank God, it's Christmas. For one day. Report on the Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. It's uh, 25 minutes to six. Well, you broke it now. I don't know what's happening here. Look, it says, thank God it's Christmas. I don't know. Anyway, that's got off. Sure uh, a bit of queen there. Thank, <laughs> thank God it's Christmas. Um, you're listening to The Vibe. This is the last Reds Report of 2020. A well-deserved break for Steve and myself. Now, uh, Steve, we've looked at last two matches. We'll look at the, we've looked at, at Swansea. We've done the preview. Um, besides a, Christmas, a busy Christmas period, uh, January key, um, probably for different reasons this season, because... Any other season, we have hoped that we sign somebody that can get us out of the proverbial of being in the bottom three. We find ourselves in or around the top ten. Um, I suppose now there is a bit of a fear that the players that have got us there, that, is there no danger that, you know, remember that year when they all just, Winnall went and Hurahan went oh. and Mawson went. We don't want that. I mean, they're all tied on, on long contracts, but we're looking to reinforce the squad and not weaken it, are we? Definitely. Um, you're back to running club as a business. Um, don't get me wrong, if, if they're correct, put that kind of fosters down. <laughs> Other lagers are available. Uh, uh, tell me old. You know, if, if we're all worried about things like Styles going and Palmer and, and, and players like that. Do I think anything will happen in January? No, I don't, because I think we've learned from past mistakes by putting them on decent contracts. And if big money comes in, yeah, of course they're going to sell. We're back to business, business head. But I think if they are wanting to push now, I think even Board will be surprised how well Ishmael's done with the players that he's inherited. Yeah. Um, because obviously he's not. None of these are his players as yet. No. Uh, and I'm sure he'll he'll want to bring some in in January. But obviously that flip side to that is that means that some's surely going to have to go. Um, you know, people are talking about possible playoffs. Even you were mentioning it a little earlier. I'm just on, saying, I've put the dates in my diary. Getting a little bit excited, aren't you? I can tell you're getting a little bit excited. <laughs> it's all out front of your jumper yet again. <laughs> Can't believe it. Look at Steve. I, I just think if, if you can hit this period in that vein of form that we've got, now knowing about your opponents, oh, I know we've not played everybody as yet, but nearly. I just think we find ourselves in a really, really, really good position to push on. And why not challenge for the top six? Why not? Automatics. No, you know. reason, no reason why not. Mm. Um, my only, and I, I don't want to put a down on it, I really don't, but if we were lucky enough to get a playoff spot. There's no luck, is there? You make your own if, luck. It's the results that get you there. If we went up yeah. into the promised land. Yeah. How many of our players, hand on heart, could you say are premiership quality? Anyway, let's anyway, look at... Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and know it's something that we need to look at. So let's um, let's look at the squad. Let me turn around. So let's let's look at the squad. And that's the wrong mouse, Carlo. And let's have a look at who we've got. And um, we did that report, didn't we, earlier on in the, in the season... Let's have a look. So as goalkeepers, we've got Brett Collins. We've got Jack Walter. We know where we are. This is pretty clear. Jack Walter's number one. It's up to Collins to get that shirt off him. Besides a couple of blips, he's always made up for it, hasn't he, Walton? And there is no need why we would be, A, looking for a new keeper or be 
you know, give Collins a chance because Walton has done exactly what he needs to do and that's save goals from going in and, and you know, be, be got, that voice. And we've got two good keepers there. Walton's, for me, only going to get better and better. Um, I can't see a, a new keeper at all. Uh, I don't know much about, is it Hendricks, young lad in under 23s? Is he still there? Uh, I have no idea. I'm sure he were on. No, FIFA. I think they signed another goalkeeper. He were on FIFA last night when I were playing. Oh, um, I, th- I think they've got another goalkeeper. But but as I said, for keepers, no, we've, we haven't got a problem for a keeper for me. Right, let's have a look then at uh, defence. We've got nine here, so obviously we're not going to talk about the ball for a very long time. Can you see how I'm struggling with this? Yeah, you're not uh, with that mouse, are you? Uh, let's do uh, We'll do it at all. The rest of the appear on the website. On, so, uh, number six, Mads Anderson. Let's just quickly sum up where we are with these players and stay, loan, or go. Oh. Mads Anderson. Okay. Stay. Yeah. That was easy, weren't it? 100% improvement. Uh, as a general defensive thing, I think centre half wise, we do lack a bit of pace. Yeah. Yeah. But Anderson, no, he, of course he'll stop. Of course he'll stop. Uh, number seven, Callum Britton. Oh, I said you're to you, love child. <laughs> you like well, I, said, <laughs> I said to you during the musical interview, inter, interlude, interval. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Uh, I, well, I tell you what, I remember signing him and uh, people ridiculing the board, people ridiculing the player, people ridiculing. We paid a fee for this player. I can't remember a player coming in, starting straight away and having such an impact because he. I think he's a little bit tired now. He's played yeah, he near, near, nearly every match. I think, I think he needs a rest, but the impact he's had, and he literally hit the ground running, and he just suits our style of play. So for me, one of the contenders of, of definitely either whatever you want to give him, best youngster, best player, but he is he is up there for me in yeah, every single department. He's, he's a right back, uh, right wing back, whatever you want to call him. Nobody's, going to t- nobody's taking his place. No. Anybody else who's behind him will be... You know, they'll be worried that they're actually never going to get a game unless he gets injured, obviously. Yeah. So uh, that's a definite stay, of course. Yeah. 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 Uh, 24, Apo Halmeyer, under 21's uh, finish captain. Uh, got a bit of a chance uh, against Wednesday, but out injured again now. He's injured. Well, he's fractured his toe, so he's out for four weeks. We've talked about Halmey, haven't we? A couple of weeks running saying we need to see more of him. And I think when we see him, he doesn't really do anything that you think, oh, because he's all right. He's another one of these um, sort of Scandinavian-type defenders that we've had in the past. Cool head. I, I, I do like his distribution. Um, again, improved. Um, he can't be a bad player. But we just, again, need to see more. I think Ishmael... Ishmael wouldn't have played him oh. as cover if he didn't think that he could do a job. I think he's proved. I think, yeah, I think he'll stay. Okay. Definitely. Uh, so that's a stay. Number 30, Michael Hellick. Like it. Like him. Yeah, definitely stopping. Um, I wish he'd got a bit more pace, but he's got a head. He knows what he's doing. He's always in the right place. And don't still, look at me when I say he's got a head. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, still still hasn't been dribbled past, which which is, you know, yeah. and, and the number of blocks and everything. He's, he's just solid at the time, isn't he? Very difficult to go past. Intelligent, very intelligent centre-half. Gets in right positions. Um, and, and that's why nobody's getting past him. OK, number 22, Clark Adore. Needs to show more. Mm. Needs to want that left-back spot. I still want Callum Styles to play at middle. Yeah. I don't want him at left back. At minute, that left back spot is his. Yeah. It's his to lose. Clark Adore is a very talented footballer. He's shown that. We know he can do it. I need him to step this next, after Christmas, that period, step up well, uh, and make it your own. Probably on Saturday against Swansea. Ideal opportunity. Yeah. Uh, well, very shortly about this one. Number 20, Toby Civic, on loan to KV Ostend. Uh, Ostender. Uh, not made his debut yet, so... No, it's, a fun, it's a funny one, that one, isn't it? Um, when he first came and, and, and started playing, and he played sort of in that bottom at Diamond, um, he looked... He looked he looked all right, young lad, you know, perhaps a bit of work needed doing, but didn't show anything that you thought, oh, God, look, what a load of rubbish that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not getting a game over there, which, to me, if you're sending a player out on loan, you want him to go and get experience and be playing games. Yeah. So it's a bit, I don't, I don't quite understand that. It, it, it baffles me. Maybe because Ostant is, is the one thing, the similar style of play at us, but obviously if he's not getting a look in. So, um, well, 
Is that something you'd like maybe, uh, Ismail, to, maybe to, if, if he can? I don't think he can. I think it's a season-long loan. Um, to see if he, if he could hack it and, and, and you know, provide more well, competition to, for the places for at me, the back. If he's not playing, um, surely one of the clauses of, of sending a player out on loan is that he, he plays X amount of games. Yeah. If he's not playing, pull him back. I'm not saying pull him back to play for us at the minute. But at least get him training. Him some, and... At least put him somewhere else so lads get in some games and they can actually see whether he can still kick a football yeah um, next one will be pretty short I think 26 Michael Solbauer oh shocking rubbish get short <laughs> <laughs> uh, no you know what just... if uh, if God forbid Moit goes that's that's your next captain we yeah. know that um, solid uh, a bit like Britain at the minute in the fact that perhaps needs a bit of a rest because that lad does put put hard miles Puts a shift in, in doesn't he? Um, but no he's not he's not going anywhere um, ben Williams, I mean, he's out for the season, and we, we, yeah, we can't wish him anything but the it. best of luck. Yeah. I hope everything heals, and, and you know he, he's back soon. Because from what we've seen from Ben Williams, um, he, he is that battling absolutely. You know, 100%. I think when he's when he's back and playing how he can play, I think he will be one of Ishmael's. I think he'll like. I think he'll like him because he is that battling. Not scared to stick his head in, sort no. of sort of player. Yeah, and the last one, number two, Jordan Williams. Well, Jordan obviously has been injured as well. He's back training now. Uh, what have you made from the problems that he has had? Because my problem with Jordan Williams always was, I thought he was quite good going forward. But I always worried about him defensively. I think as cover for for right back position, yeah, I suppose he is. But I think sometimes he's had better games playing in that back three. Yeah. Uh, again, another player that's for me has improved quite a lot. Um, he, he, yeah, he, need, he needs to, he needs to stay young lad. Yeah, um, and, and, and he has got a bit more pace as well than other. So it, yeah. he's got the opportunity again. Ishmael could swap him round for different games. I think we, we you know, we've got uh, an abundance of riches actually at, at centre half. Yeah, uh, haircut as well, maybe. Oh me? No. Jordan Williams. All oh, right then, yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, <laughs> right, let's look at the midfield, and this is where it gets interesting. A couple of names we'll have to. Well, we'll spend less time on the others. Uh, still with the club, I don't even. Thi- I don't even know if he's playing or not. But number ten, Mike Bearer. Well, didn't he have an operation? Yeah, I think he's he's been out injured. Um, but you can't see him being part of this first team squad because it I not think the style that Ishmael's playing. No, that's not it's his style, not, is it? Which is a shame. Hmm? To be honest, I personally I think he's quite an intelligent footballer. He's got he can pass a ball definitely. Um again, has he reached his potential with us possibly not? No. Has he been played in right positions? Well, there's another question for you. Yeah. Uh but I, th- I think he'll. I think he'll probably move on. It's, it's not a huge loss if he goes, is it? Because he's not involved well, he's anyway. Not so it's he's just money that we free up, isn't so it? No, no, he'll move on. Uh, number eighteen, Isaac Christie Davis. I mean, there's not much we can say. He's not really featured for us as yet. He's in under twenty threes. Yeah, they're doing really, really well. Yeah, a huge, um, huge. Well done to Martin Devaney and what he's achieved for the under twenty three. Second in the table, I believe. So really well, well just done. Just to show. You know, players we've got. I mean, Jasper Moon was on bench yeah. for Preston. Yeah. Um, so they obviously rate these players. Yeah. Oh, um, so you know, players like like Christy Davis. You know, we've signed him. Like that young striker that's that's out on loan uh, at Stevenage, I believe. Okay, now uh, from Scotland. Yeah, yeah. You know, these are players for future. So maybe a little bit more loan. Uh, loan timeout. I don't know. Maybe he'll keep him with under twenty threes while they're doing so well. And he'll get his chance mm-hmm. uh, to play for the first team. Jordan Green. I mean, he's out alone, but again, it's not. I still remember that first match when he put that tackle in front of West End and he was like a bit of a cult hero, but we've not seen much from him since. If he was to leave, it's not a big loss because he's not featuring. And obviously, you know, there's the issue that we'll probably still pay part or a percent of his wages. Not somebody we can see featuring for the first team, is it? It's another funny one, isn't it? Not seeing much of him. Um... He, he had pace. Mm. You know, he was quick, oh. definitely quick. Um, but can it's a bit like Adi Bayejo, isn't it? Mm. In a way, because <laughs> has he had a chance? He's been out on loan. Could he come back? And wow, all of a sudden it turns out that he's actually quite a decent player. I, I just, I just, I can't make my mind up with Jordan Green. Um, 
He's at uh, Southend United. Is that where he is? Is All he playing long. or does he has he done out? Uh, like I say, he's at Southend United. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> Excellent. That Google's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Um, to be honest, is it, like you say, have we have we have we got anywhere for him to play? Not at the moment. Probably not. No. So probably he'll he'll move on. I would have thought. Uh, number thirty-two, Matty James. Now this is an awkward one, isn't it? Because there is that uh, part of the. Listen, I'm not saying his contributions haven't been valuable because they have. Yep. And if anything, it's allowed Mowat to to move up the pitch and be in that position. Uh, my worry is always that if you rely on somebody in a position like that, that then eventually goes back, you've got a huge void to fill. Um, it's been a blessing having him back. Um, he's not played 90 minutes yet. He's getting there. He's 70, 80 minutes. And I think at times you, you can see why he's there because he's got that calmness. He's got that yeah. pedigree. I think there's also times that he, he, well, you know, forget he's playing, but he's not as involved maybe as what I'd like him to be. Yeah. Um, Still a huge asset, though, isn't it, to the players? Not only on, but also off the pitch. No, he's you know he's one of those sort of players you want in a round club. You want him in dressing room. He brings, he does bring bags of experience. I know he's on loan while January. Would I extend his loan? Hundred percent, definitely. Would I keep him permanently? No, definitely not. I think he can he can teach the younger lads uh, a lot. Yeah. I think they'll learn a lot for for him. But I think that could that would be better money spent elsewhere. Yeah, and, and then buying him, there's no resale value, which is no, not something not we're at, in, in the business. Not, at, is it? not at his age as well, and like you say, he doesn't fit into the. If you want to go on the spreadsheet mentality of younger players, he doesn't fit that. No, if it's it. on the pedigree side, not on all That's the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Herbie Kane. Now this is a funny one because um, a, a bit of a uh, you know. A, a signing like look at us Marquee signing you know big money for him from Liverpool uh, we know what he's able to do when we play Doncaster we've seen him at Hull although lots of injuries there uh, is it fair to say that we've seen flashes of what he can do but nearly not as consistent as what we want he's a bit of an enigma Ooh, you like that didn't you like that. yeah a um, couple of games he's been poor yeah. or non-existent a uh, couple of games he's been brilliant some lovely balls, lovely passing, uh, movement, uh, intelligence, um, potential. Uh, I think that's what we're looking at with Herbie Kane. We know he can do it. We just need him to fit into our sort of way of thinking. Um, he's, he's, he's not going anywhere. Herbie no. Kane's not going anywhere. Now the next one, this is probably where we'll spend, well, we can't spend too much. It's only nine minutes to go. Uh, 27, Alex Mowat, club captain. I'll give you my point of view. Go on then. Uh, two scenarios for me. Either he's already agreed uh, a, a new contract, but the club are leaving it till Christmas as a big Christmas present to everybody. You know, all the best, uh, blah, blah, blah. Because they would do something like that. Or he's going in January. Literally. Because I think the fact we keep taking him off, and I know they say, you know, it's intensive play, but I think... I can't help but in the back of my head thinking, are we trying to learn to survive without Alex Mowat on the pitch, as a captain especially? Um... Would we miss him? Of course. The, the, the screamers that he scores, the organisation. He's had a couple of games where he's been a little bit more off it, and, and I think that's absolutely fair. The goals he scored. Do we need an Alex Mowat in this? Ideally, yes. But if he doesn't want to sign the new contract, you you have to cash in, don't you? you well, they will. They'll cash in in January because they'll not let him go for nothing. Um, I prefer him to sign for two or three years, a bit like Woodrow's done. I think he suits this style. Um but on the other side, if he was to go, you only have to look at some of the players we've just talked about. That's like about Herbie 18 King. scenarios then that you've covered there. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think he's either already signed or he's going. Yeah. Um, if he goes, it will be a loss. Can we cover him if he does go? Yes, we can. Yeah. We've got talent coming through. We've seen that. Um, I think Alex Moyt does bring quite a lot to the team. I think now that he's playing in that more forward role that's his preferred role uh, isn't it's it? where he wants to be yeah. you can tell that by his manner by his by his attitude I mean some three at goals he's scored up to now this season have been absolute worldies really have yeah. so he's got that talent and people will have seen that other clubs will have seen that I think if he was going to sign a new contract the best time would have been at the start of the season yeah. because Ishmael's come in and he's, he's probably seen that Again, we've got talent in that midfield role. There's not just one or two. There's three or four or five. Um, 
has he missed the boat in that respect? Mm, I've, cl- I've club thought, you know what, we don't have to offer you silly money to keep you because we've got, we've got, a place we've got you, these replacements You can here. cash in, can't you? So, you know, if you want to stay, we'd love you to stay. This is what we're offering. This is what's mm. on the table. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's going to be Moit's, Moit's decision. Yeah. Personally, I hope he does stop. Of course I do. Of course I do. My gut is saying, though, that he's not. That's no, my gut I feeling. I think if he were going to sign, he would have signed. Yeah. I like the idea that Merry Christmas, more signed. That's that's. But I can't I help just... but in the back of my head. But you don't know. Um, we're just going to go a little bit faster, otherwise we'll run out of time. All right, mate. I'm not well. Marcel Rich May is out on loan. I didn't like him. Anyway. Good luck to him. Uh, Callum Styles. We've talked a lot about Callum He's Styles. Not with I mean, Same as Ramal Palmer. Two young, upcoming stars of the future for me. Definitely. Yeah. Both. Both staying. Both staying. Um, Luke Thomas. <sighs> How long did you say we've got? Uh, not long enough. <laughs> it's really strange because... It's a shame. It's a I, shame. I, I can't help but feel that our style of play and sort of like formation and setup doesn't really necessarily suit him that much. Because I see him far more as like a, a winger, winger in a 4-4-2. Definitely, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying the effort's not there. I, I just can't help but think that there's a lot of uh, effort. There's a lot of, you know, and, and he puts it in. But I don't think we got much out of it. If no. you know. He's one of them players. I do like Luke Thomas. I liked him when he first came. Um, bags of effort, bags of energy. He has got skill. Um, perhaps ending that, uh, lacking that end end product. It'd be a shame, to be honest, because I think he, he has got, again, that potential. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if Luke Thomas goes. OK, um, the strikers. And no disrespect to the strikers. I'm just looking at the time. Victor Adebayejo will make it short and sweet. To me, we're now seeing what he's all about. Oh, he's stopping. And I that would, goal against Preston would I would put I would put him in, probably instead of Freezer or Chaplin at the moment, yeah. with what he's shown what he can do. Do you agree with that? Yeah, And definitely. he has to stop. 100%. And I would be looking at him to be... Uh, a more automatic choice on that first team sheet. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Connor Chaplin. What are you smiling at? <laughs> um, do you know what? Over the last three or four games, there's times it, it can pick a pass out and you think, wow, what a ball that was. But it's not enough for me. He runs about, and I know everybody loves him running about, blah, blah, blah. No. He just he goes missing far too many times. And in a way, same as Freezer, doesn't necessarily bring a great deal to the team. If it was a choice between the two for me, Freezer will stay and Chaplin can go. Um, George Miller. Who? <laughs> exactly. I mean, not being... He's, he's had a couple of chances. I know, the last few minutes and he hasn't done that much. Patrick Schmidt, same for me, Patrick Schmidt. If, if you talk about Adebayejo, Freezer, Miller... Woodrow, because obviously Woodrow's thing anyway. Yeah, You've yeah. got Simmerwesh as well. Where does Patrick Schmidt find himself? And I know Lucy, the SLO, is going to go absolutely by me because she loves this lot to bits. But to me at the moment, Woodrow was before him. Adebayejo is before him. Chaplin is. Freezer, Freezer is before him. Miller's, bef- Miller's before him. Yeah, because he's not even getting a run out, is he? We need somebody in that six-yard box. We talked about it last week. Yeah. Do we need the big target man? Yeah, we'd be nice, but at the minute we need somebody in that box because we are creating chances. Schmidt was brought in supposedly for that role. If he's not doing it in training, that may be why he's not getting on the pitch. Similar to Miller, we've not seen enough of him. I suppose to make any sort of judgment, but if anybody's if anybody's going to go, let's face it, you think. It's Schmidt that's going to go because yeah. Ishmael's just not playing him at all. Um, in short, then position wide, what, where are we looking? What do we you feel need as a minimum to sign in January? A boxman? Would you go for another centre back? Um, obviously, cent- it depends who leaves as well. I think that, depending obviously it depends on who leaves. For me, your first choice has got to be another striker, a quality striker. Because if we're going to continue the way that we're playing, and we are going up table. We need to be looking at somebody who brings Premiership quality. If if we can yeah. go down that road, centre halves. I think we're all right at minute. Um, like you said, depends who does eventually. All it takes go. an injury, though, doesn't it? Like when Halm is out, you've got the three centre backs. Nothing against Jasper Moon, but you've got nobody with a bit of experience to fill in there. Then at the moment, do you? No, that's true. And do you go down the same road as what they've done with Matty James? Well, you know, bring somebody in. On a loan basis, yeah. again, how much money are they going to give him to spend? I think I think it all depends. 
Um, because it's, it, yeah, it is about the money to spend, but it's also about wages. And I think, you know, if like a Mowat leaves and you sell some of the others, that might be the pot that he needs to spend. Possibly so. To, to, to balance the books with obviously shortage of matchday income. Listen, um, we've got one more song and you've chosen this one. I just like to put it song. out there. Um, we'll play it till the end. We'll run a little bit over. I'm sure it's not a problem. So this is the last one of 2020. Um, Thank God that's gone. Yeah. What what can we look forward to with 2021? Football-wise, really, really good. But the rest of the world, it's a bit of a mess, isn't it? Oh, it's just, what a year. I know. What a shocking year for everybody. And at least we've got a little bit of light at Tunnelwick Football Club that's keeping us all, you know, yeah. buoyant, if you wish. Yeah, that's, well, there's not much to look forward to, is there? Not a great deal. You can't really look forward to much at Christmas, can you? No. Well... I hope she's doing turkey better than last year. Well, I shall do again what I did last year. I'm going to nip up Christmas Eve and I'm going to empty my sack into your stocking. <laughs> Steve, as always, thank you very much for joining Pleasure. us. Um, enjoy, uh, obviously we'll be in contact anyway, but enjoy the Christmas break, the New Year break, and uh, we'll see you at the beginning of January. To everybody listening, whether that be on the podcast or live on The Vibe, thank you very much um, for all your support. Uh, we're going for our fifth year now, and this is just two lads talking about football. We'd rather do it in the pub uh, not just because of the drink, but we could have other people involved. Only two of us allowed in the studio with social distancing. Um, but wherever you are, and whatever, and excuse my French, shitty year you've had. Uh, 2020 is a new start, so let's hope uh, there's a little bit more light. The football club is doing its best to bring some happiness into people's lives. And we really appreciate you spending the hour with us every single week. Over the Christmas period, uh, I'm sure Red Sky will make an appearance. There is the Red All Over show with Joe Beardsall as well. Red fans, have a very, very... Very Merry Christmas and a very good, healthy and happy 2021. first again 60 years millions of miles and the capability to take you anywhere this is the new nissan it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcdonald's share boxes ready to go ian's already got booked for double dipping and steve has stolen the last nugget you're snatching all three points perfect order mcdelivery now on the mcdonald's app you in you reds at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Talk Sport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.